Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the For the Good podcast. And today we have our special guest, Stinky. She's so stinky. Yeah. She is very wound up right now. Mm-hmm. She's been sleeping all morning and now she's ready to play. <laughs> she actually thinks we're playing right now. Bella, we're going to have to chill out, little girl. So, honey, so, what honey, was yesterday? Yesterday was Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. And it was our first and only Christmas as fiancés. That's crazy. And it was pretty cool. We were we were talking about like how next year is going to be. And next Christmas, we will have, well, our plan is next Christmas, we will have a house, not mm-hmm. own, probably rent one, and with more than just a living room, <laughs> have a couple bedrooms. Spare bedrooms to yeah. fit all yeah. of our extra stuff, yeah. like for the podcast yeah. and just... More than one bathroom. Living, yeah. you know, living in a one-bedroom apartment with two people is... yeah gonna yeah. be a little crazy i think yeah but. we only have to do that for five months um after the wedding so hopefully in august we will find a house that is affordable that we can rent and yeah it was a it was a very memorable christmas because we know that going forward we're probably not going to be in a in a box mm-hmm. in an apartment anymore so. yeah it was kind of crazy this was the first christmas that i woke up well, that's a lie because two Christmases ago I was sick, mm-hmm. so I couldn't go anywhere on Christmas. Mm-hmm. But this one, I was like, I'm really far from my family. So it was yeah. crazy just to wake up. Like, I waited for you to come over. We didn't start anything until, what, nine or 10. So I just spent the morning with Jesus mm-hmm. and in the quiet, it was kind of weird. Yeah, this was this was the first Christmas that Michelle and I weren't with our immediate family. Mm-hmm. We were with us and Mm -hmm. because it's our family and also it feels like we talked about this last episode too Mm -hmm. um but i'm gonna say it again it is completely okay to spend the holidays with your girlfriend fiance wife and not see your parents Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with that yeah and if there is something wrong with that that's something that they have to deal with yeah or your in-laws like you shouldn't have to feel the need to go to someone's house every year yeah and like put pressure on yourself because a lot of times people will say like oh there's so much stress around the holidays and it's like you're creating it Yeah, because you're you're putting so much pressure on yourself to like either go to your parents house or your in-laws and it's like yeah just do your own thing yeah like we've already talked about this but like if we end up hosting a thanksgiving next year like people are more than welcome to come but we're not going to go travel to see anybody Mm -hmm. we're going to do our own thing yeah yeah it was so funny my mom called me on christmas and she was like and then when y'all have grandkids y'all are coming you're going to come to grandma's house right and i was like yeah no and she was like yeah i know i'm just kidding i know y'all are going to do your own thing it was like a joke because she knows that like i i told her that once michelle and i got engaged um that we were just going to do our own thing. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, that's perfectly fine. It's it's your family. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're the head of the house, so you should right. be deciding what you want to do. Right. Um, Thanksgiving this year was a little bit different because my grandfather and then also like you literally haven't met my family. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we went to go see them this time. But next Thanksgiving, I don't know. We'll see. I love hosting, so I yeah. wanna I wanna host. Yeah. Not here in this apartment, but you know. We couldn't do it here, honey. No. Not here. All right, honey. Let's get jiggy with it. Shout out to Belinda. Yeah. She got me a um, a coaster coffee heater. So first sip live on the podcast. We'll see how hot it is. See how hot it is. So one thing about Asher is if his coffee gets cold, he will not drink it. Wow, that is the perfect temperature. Really? Oh, yeah. Here we go. Yeah, we went to my wow. cousin. It's my cousin-in-law's parents' house. Yeah. And we went over there for... Hello. For the... For the whatever it was. I forgot what holiday it was. <laughs> for Christmas Eve. Yeah. And uh, she let us each pick a gift out of this bag. And I saw that and I was like, Asher, honey, you need this. Yeah. And he is so excited. I think that's the most exciting present that you 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 got. Over there or just in general? In general. Oh, no. Oh, okay. I think... You want to talk about that real quick? What? What our most exciting gifts were that we got for each other? Yeah, we can. Okay. 
So the most exciting gift I got was, and this may surprise you. Here we go. Was the sweater. Really? Yeah. Why do you say that? Because I've always been a fan of sweaters, but mm-hmm. I've never been around people who have been appreciative of them. Like I've never dated someone who is like, oh yeah, I like sweaters on guys and whatnot. You've been the first girl I've ever dated that was like, oh yeah, I like I like a sweater. Yeah. Gr- girls in the South think it's like gay, I think. Seriously. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And then when yeah. you got me that, I'm like, yes, let's go. Because I've always wanted to wear sweaters. I've just never had any. Yeah. Um, and then number two is probably the sunglasses. I think I got you really good with those. You had no idea. I had no idea. Yeah. And you knew I needed some neutral sunglasses too. Mm-hmm. So I had blue and purple ones, whatever. All right. What about you, honey? I want to hear. I don't think I've asked you this. I think you already know. No. I, oh yeah, I do know. Go yeah. ahead. Someone decided to spoil me this Christmas. Oh, here we go. Not used to that. And he surprised me with Lululemon leggings. Ooh. Just a basic pair. Like yeah. nothing extravagant. Just the ones that I wouldn't pull the trigger and buy for myself. Mm-hmm. But he heard me complain about how all of my cheap Amazon dupes kept stretching out. And yeah. It <laughs> had was, to buy it, new it was, pairs. Yeah, it was so funny because I was like, okay, so she's complaining about this. How do I resolve this problem? I just need her to get a good one so then I won't hear it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And And I heard like the... I buy like four or five pairs of these like a year and I'm like, that's like a hundred bucks. So why don't I just get you a $100 pair when they're probably last you a couple years? Oh, they last forever. Yeah. I've never heard anybody say that they have to replace and them I'm, because they repair them for yeah, you. Yeah. I was about to say, I'm pretty sure they told me if anything happens, like scratches or like yeah. something happens, you just bring them back and they, I think they give you a new pair. Actually. They either give you a new pair or if it's something they can fix, they'll yeah. fix it. Yeah. yeah. I've heard, I've heard that too. That's why I was like. I should probably go ahead and yeah. get myself a pair, but I don't spend money on myself, so mm-hmm. yeah, I was never going to buy them. Yeah. I may have eventually in the future, but mm-hmm. yeah, it was really good. Yeah. All right. That's a wrap of our Christmas. Yeah. Uh, comment down below what y'all got for Christmas. Michelle and I are curious. Yeah. So okay. now Here we're going to we go. get into the topic. So today we are going to talk about something that I struggled with a lot Mm -hmm. and this was a huge part of my walk with jesus and that is control Mm -hmm. and how to give up control and trust god Mm -hmm. so the title of this message is why would i give god control if i can't see him so let's dive into it honey (laughs) were you about to say sister (laughs) no i was actually about to say son (laughs) Don't know why. Here we go. I think. I don't know. Okay. I heard an S. Yeah. So first, I want to bring up uh, just personally why I struggled with this because I feel like a lot of people probably relate as well. Or it could be something that you don't even know you struggle with because you've never really sat down to think about like your past um, and like things that have affected you. So one thing for me, the reason why it was so hard for me to put my trust in God and like give him full control is because I have been given a lot of like empty promises growing up, Mm -hmm. Um, whether it was from family or friends, like people would say, give me their word that they would do something and it wouldn't happen. Mm -hmm. And so the reason why I had such a hard time, like fully accepting I don't think I had a hard time accepting. I think it was just like a shock to me that the way Asher and I met and the way that like all of this podcast happened and everything like because Jesus was literally putting those desires in my heart and the Holy Spirit was like touching me saying like this is what's going to happen. Like I knew I was going to meet someone online. I knew they were going to be doing something similar to what I'm doing because I knew that I wanted them to come on the podcast with me. And so there was just many things that I knew were going to happen. But when they happened, I was like, oh, wow, this actually happened. Like it was like unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And still to this day, something will happen. And I'm like, how is that even possible? So I think it just stems from your past and things that you've experienced and why a lot of times people have trouble giving up that control and like fully trusting him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You nailed that, honey. So this is kind of another point. But I, I wanted to start off by saying that if if we don't trust in God, 
then we only are trusting in ourselves. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to bring up a scripture because I actually listened to um, a podcast about this. And this is Exodus thirty four fourteen. It says, you must worship no other gods for the Lord, whose very name is jealous, is a God who is jealous about his relationship with you. And the implication here is that we are made to worship. Mm-hmm. And if we don't worship God, then we're worshiping ourselves. Or other people. Or other people, yeah. And I think um, when it comes to like trusting in God, what it comes down to is a pride issue. Mm-hmm. Because what are we taught in school? Be proud of yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever you do, make sure that you are proud of it. But Manifest this. Yeah, manifest Everything's this. Everything's in yeah, your power. Yeah. But what that comes down to is um, it, it, it comes down to pride, but also you start to follow your heart and your heart's deceitful. Yeah. So if you're not trusting in God and you're not following him, then you're following your heart. And then that's just going to lead to destruction. Mm-hmm. And then the proud things that you think you may be proud of, God may not be proud of you at all for that. Mm-hmm. And that's what it really comes down to is doesn't matter how proud you are about yourself it matters if god is pleased with you with the work you've done on this earth right yeah that's really good so if you're someone who struggles with control and fully trusting god with your entire life this episode's for you Mm -hmm. yeah so let's dive into it honey so um what what i want to talk about is like how can we trust in god without seeing him mm-hmm. why is he worthy of our trust that's mm-hmm. the big que- that's the big question we need to tackle mm-hmm. is how is he worthy of our trust and why would we not trust ourselves mm-hmm. that's the question mm-hmm. and what it really comes down to in my opinion is well god can't lie mm-hmm. so why would we trust a man who is capable of lying Mm-hmm. Or even ourself, exactly. who is capable of lying. Exactly. And God's word has never lied and will never lie. Yeah. So why would we not want to trust the truther? Yes. So another good way to look at it would be if you have a habit of lying over and over and over and over again, and you come to me and say, just trust me on this one thing, mm-hmm. and you tell yeah. me that you're going to do something, I'm obviously not going to trust you, Right. But if you have a track record of fulfilling promises and blessing people, I'm going to believe you, Mm -hmm. right? So dive into the Bible and all of the many stories in the Old Testament that literally prophesied Jesus, Mm -hmm. he fulfilled his promise. Mm -hmm. Like he sent his son to die on the cross for us. Mm -hmm. So just if you dive into all of those stories and just understand his character and how sovereign he is. Because the Old Testament is literally God's character. Mm -hmm. Like it is a bunch of stories that help you understand all of God's character. Mm Because there's many, many different characteristics that Mm -hmm. are all one. Yeah. And once you read those stories and you see like, wow, he is so sovereign. Mm -hmm. Like he literally has control over everything. He chooses to bring life into this earth and chooses to take it. Mm -hmm. Like you can't get more in control than that so i think i just think that part's really helpful because if you understand like his track record right and you see all of the things that he's done so far and even in your own life if you've reached a point where you're like you know what i used to trust god a lot but now i'm getting to the point where i don't know what's going to happen it's like okay well remember all of the things that he's done for you already and just sit down and think about them like i often find myself kind of just you know, going through the motions, not really remembering all the things that he's done. And it's crazy because I forget what happened, but the other day, um, someone, I don't know if I was talking to someone or if I was just telling you a story about something. Yeah. But it was about like my journal entry, my prayer journal that I literally, literally wrote a prayer about Asher. And like, I don't think about that every day. Like, I wish I thought about it more because I'm like, as much as I can sit here and say like God's hands were all over it and like he did all of these things. I'm like, wait a second. I literally wrote a prayer about you mm-hmm. and you're sitting right here and we're about to get married. Like mm-hmm. just sitting down. And that's like a, that's just an example. But like when, when have you prayed about something that it's literally came true? Mm-hmm. Like if he, if he did it once, he's going to do it again. Yeah. It's all a mindset too. And, 
it feels like I I say this every other day, but um, when it comes back to thinking about what God has done for your life, it may take a little bit for it to kind of figure itself out and you'd mm-hmm. be like, okay, that was actually probably a good thing that that happened. Yes. Um, and also in the time that it happens, it's probably not going to be out of a way in which you want because God is... His love is disciplinary. Yeah. It's not, I want to give you a Lamborghini because I love you so much. The love that God shows is very disciplinary. Yeah. And it literally, it is it, his love is shown to us, for us, to trust him more. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Yeah. And so, like, for example, you're going through, you're going through a relationship right now. This, this woman cheats on you or breaks your heart or whatever. And right now you're like, dang, this really sucks. I'm, you know, crying, whatever, trying to get my mind off of things, blah, blah, blah. And let's say you don't find another girl for six years and you're like, what am I, what am I doing wrong? And then all of a sudden some girl pops into your life and she's everything you're looking for and more. You fall in love, you get married to her, you have a lot of kids, you love your kids to death. And then y'all never get a divorce and y'all love each other for the rest of your life. And then you think back to that one girl you dated when you were 19 years old and you're like, oh, I'm glad she cheated on me and broke my heart. Mm -hmm. See, it may take a couple of years to figure that thing out, but... In the storm, it's hard to see. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I just wanted to bring this up because we were talking about like understanding his character and how sovereign he is. Mm -hmm. So Isaiah 46, uh, 10 says, only I can tell you the future before it even happens. Everything I plan will come to pass for I do whatever I wish. So understanding that he literally knows like you were, you might be in a season right now where you're like, I don't know what's going on. I feel so lost. Mm -hmm. Or you're in a really good season where you're like, everything's going great. Like, I don't know where you're at, but you could be in either of those. And if you're in the storm, knowing that, hey, you know what? I might be in the storm, but God sees what's next. He's got me. Mm -hmm. So you can trust that nothing in our life happens without God knowing. Mm -hmm. He knows everything that's going to happen. You know, he literally knew all the decisions that you are making right now before he even created you. Mm Mm-hmm. So just understanding that and having that peace, obviously I can sit here and tell you guys that until I'm blue in the face, but until you actually believe it, you're going to be in a, in a season where you're like, I don't trust what's going on. I just, I want to make my own decisions. Um, so it's just reminding yourself of that and reading those stories in the old Testament that really just show his character. You know, what's really crazy, honey, is the more and more we talk about topics like these, you know what it really comes down to? Is the fear of the Lord, literally. Yeah. Like every topic we talk about, whether it's, you know, control or having love for someone or, you know, doing good deeds, whatever it comes down to, it just feels like every topic boils down to the fear of the Lord. And unfortunately, in the Western culture, we have a really hard time understanding that concept. Really hard time. It's actually, you know what's crazy? It's crazy to think about the fact that both of us literally grew up going to church Mm -hmm. And maybe we weren't as involved as we could have been. But like speaking from my experience, like I went to youth group every Sunday. I went on mission trips. I went to events with my youth group, like went to church every Sunday. Like I was kind of super involved. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I ever heard a message on what it meant to fear the Lord. Yeah, dude. Well, honey, on that point. I still have yet to hear a message on fear of the Lord. Yeah, the only message that we heard about that topic is from John. Is Bevere. from John Bevere. That's so true. Which yeah. which is crazy to think about because well, that's honey. That's why he's made it his mission. Yeah, is because he knows how. Yeah, it's just it's crazy, and and now we now we're experiencing it, and like we're understanding more of it. And Asher and I went to the Christmas Eve service, and we both. Oh, felt the dude. presence of the Lord. It was insane. Dude. And we both looked at each other. I had the same thought, but you actually said it to yeah, me. Yeah. And in my mind, I was like, 
the Lord has honor here. Yeah. That's why we can feel him. And mm-hmm. Asher looked at me and literally said that exact thing. Yeah. I freaking lost it on Christmas because yeah. this is my first Christmas. I was saved too. Yeah. And oh, I lost it. Yeah. I was crying was, the whole service. It was so good. Yeah. So, and, and our pastor did such a good job. Oh, just yeah. He just really like reiterated the story and mm-hmm. it was just him standing on stage with his Bible and reading verses. Yeah. But no it, altar like, or anything. Oh, it, it, Oh, it just felt so good. It yeah. was so good. So I want to read First Timothy 6.15 because I just feel like this is a really good reminder for all of us. So it says, For at just the right time, Christ will be revealed from heaven by the blessed and only almighty God, the King of all kings and Lord of all lords. He alone can never die and he lives in light so brilliant that no human can approach him. No human eye has ever seen him nor ever will. All honor and power to him forever. Amen. I just think that's so good because it literally says that it just it just reiterates God's power and yeah. holiness. And so just uh, like I said, understanding his character. So you can't know someone unless you spend time with him. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I'm not going to know anything about you unless you and I spend quality time together mm-hmm. or have conversations. Yeah. So are you spending time in your Bible and are you reading all of these stories and understanding God's character throughout these stories and the Bible verses? Like they're not just things to, you know, like you can read the 10 commandments and read all the sins and it's like, okay, yeah, that that's going to be helpful. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But if you want to grow in your walk with the Lord and understand to trust him, you have to read more about him and his character. Yeah. I'll take you one step further on that too, honey. It's going to be hard for you to trust someone when you just know about him and not knowing him. Mm. Mm. So let's say, because Jesus has very, very good credibility. Mm -hmm. Okay. Extremely good credibility. Most perfect man to ever walk on the planet. And he is talked, he is the most famous person ever ever yeah to ever walk the earth will ever walk the earth and until this earth goes down the poop chute he will forever reign okay so to someone who just knows about him it's still going to be hard for him to trust him Mm -hmm. it's not until he fully knows him Mm -hmm. for him to trust him Mm -hmm. in the same way if someone comes to me and um i may not know you and someone comes to me and says Hey, you should you should trust Michelle with your stock portfolio. I heard, you know, she's really good and, you know, she'll go up a lot of funds. Of course, I love that because it's a great recommendation, but I'm not going to sign some papers before I have a conversation with you. Right. And in the same way, Michelle and I's prayer is that you don't say I trust in God without actually knowing him. Mhm. Right. Our, our mission is to spread the good news, but we don't want you to just sign your life away without you actually knowing him. Yes. Yes. And so I was going through my old videos on TikTok that I used to post and there was this one with a voiceover and I just want to share it because it's so good and it just hit me again when I watched the video and it said, I believe in demons and I believe in the de- like I believe the devil's real. I believe all of those, all the evil is real. I don't trust in it. Mm-hmm. And I don't follow it. Mm-hmm. So me going around saying I'm a Christian, I believe Jesus was real and all of that. Like you can say that you mm-hmm. believe in him and you can say that you're a Christian until you're blue in the face. Mm-hmm. But until you spend time in your word and allow him to transform your life, you're not going to be actively a Christian, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. it's like you can say that things exist but that's a really good point. Like, I don't want anyone to sit here and say, well, I look up to some people that are followers and I want to be a follower. I want to be just like them. And it's like, no, no, no. It's a personal relationship. Yeah. If you don't yet believe in Jesus, we pray that you find him. Mm-hmm. But I would not want you to watch this episode and say, this God sounds amazing. Yeah. I'm. He has my life without even knowing exactly what it means to follow him. Mm -hmm. You know, get in your word, people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So I also hear an argument a lot about people questioning God's sovereignty because his word tells us that we have free will Mm -hmm. and that he gave us free will to do what we want. 
So how can he know all things and be in control when he gives us the right to do things? Those two things can exist at the same time. Yeah. And when I was early in my walk, it was really, really hard for me to wrap my head around. Mm -hmm. And I literally heard JP say this in one of his sermons. And he said, a lot of times people will say, well, God has my whole life planned out. But what if I make a decision that he then has to like alter because he didn't know it was going to happen. And he was like, you can make decisions on your own. And God still knows what you're going to do. Like those two things can exist. Yeah. Like I have the decision. I had the decision to say yes to you and choose to marry you. And God already knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Right. And it's supernatural. We talked about this in the last episode. Do not put God in a box. Yeah. Because he's supernatural. Yeah. Yeah. Let's. Yeah. I'm going to say it like this again. If you look at God through a natural lens, you are never going to understand God. Yeah. But if you look at him through a supernatural lens, it will start to make sense a little bit. God's not something where it's like, oh, I know everything about him because you will not. Yeah. Yeah. If you knew everything about God, you would be God. Yep. People have been studying God and Jesus ever since he walked the earth. Mm-hmm. And people were studying God before Jesus was born. Yeah. And... We still don't know everything about him. We're never going to know everything about him. Mm. And I think a big thing that needs to be stated too is it's because God is out of time, space, and matter. Mm-hmm. He's not in. He's not in this with yeah. us. He's yeah. he's not in this realm. Yeah. He's completely out of it. Yeah. And that's a huge difference that people don't understand either. Yeah. So it's like, well, I can't understand. It's like, yeah, because you're in time, space, and matter. He's not. Yeah. <laughs> He yeah. created time, space, and matter. Yeah. I mean, we understand where you're coming from if you're that person that's like, this just doesn't make sense. Yeah. I don't understand how he's in control of all this. I don't know how he created the earth. Like, it's okay to be like a little confused on mm-hmm. how that's possible. Yeah. Because again, it's not natural, right? When you're when you're a child, you're asking your parent a million questions about, well, how does Santa Claus get all the way around the world one night? And, you know, we're supposed to come to God with a childlike mind. You can tell your child that and they're like, oh my goodness, that's amazing. Yeah. I can't wait until he comes to our house. How is he going to get inside? We don't have a chimney. And your mom's like, well, he comes in the window and you have no idea. And the child's like, what? That's crazy. It's like, we're supposed to come to him with that same mindset. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you did it, but you're amazing, God. And you get all of the glory because... I have no idea how a man from TikTok is sitting on my couch right now. We're about to get married. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't care to know how all that happened yeah. because God's so good. Yeah. And I don't have to know all how he did it. Like, yeah. I know that he did it and that's what I need to know. Yeah. And that's it. And that would be so draining too. Having um, to figure uh, everything out. Imagine if we ask God, hey, can you let me know every single step that happened for me yeah. to get to the point of me yeah. marrying Michelle? <laughs> Why would I want to know that? I'm with the woman of my dreams. Yeah. Like, (laughs) I don't need to know all that stuff. I'm good. (laughs) You know what's crazy is early on in my walk when someone would ask me, like, if you could meet Jesus today, like, what would you ask him? Mm -hmm. Before I gave my life to Jesus, my questions were always, like, off the wall and, like, trying to understand how he did something. Oh, okay. It was like... How did this happen or why did this happen? Like a lot of times people are like, well, why did I lose this one person? Like, why did they die? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Or why did this horrible accident happen to me Um, or anything like that? Like a lot of times those were my questions. Like why, why did this happen? You know, now I've, as I've gotten further in my walk and I've understood God's character. Now my question would be, why me? Yeah. I was, I knew you were going to say that because that's what mine is. So the more you mature in your faith and you learn to trust him and understand his character, you're going to shift your mind from wondering why is this happening? This isn't fair to, I don't know why it's happening. Like a lot of stuff's going on in my family right now. I don't know why this is happening. I don't have to know why it's happening. Because I'm not in control and it's Mm -hmm. not my responsibility. And thank God it's not because I would, that's a lot of times where mental health issues come from is when you try to control things yourself Mm -hmm. and you don't just give it up to him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, you know, what's funny, honey, is the more that I have walked with Jesus before I was walking, I was like, I want that responsibility. I want it. I want it. I Mm -hmm. want it. Now I'm like, 
don't pick me pick someone else yeah <laughs> <laughs> literally i'm like i'm like no i'm good pick someone else yeah but like with uh like my youtube channel like i was i was like no don't pick me i'm i'm good where i'm at pick someone I, else honey i remember when we first met you brought it up and you're yeah. like i don't know i don't know yeah like you, and the whole time i was battling pick someone else i don't yeah. want to i don't i yeah. don't want this yeah and no i Look where it's at now. <laughs> now I'm doing he it. He always wins, honey. Yep, he always wins. So I w- now we're going to talk about like why us as humans want control and why it's so hard for us to just give it up to someone we we can't see. Yeah. Us as human nature mm-hmm. or in our human nature, we want control over literally everything. We are control freaks because again, it goes back to we were made to worship mm-hmm. and we want to worship ourselves because mm-hmm. we want to have the praise. We want to have the glory. That's mm-hmm. that's how we are made. We mm-hmm. were made to worship. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give an example as well. And I gave the, if y'all watch my YouTube videos, I've given this example. Kind of goes hand in hand. So um, I was talking my YouTube video. I said, um, I know why everyone wants control. Because if you're sitting in the passenger seat of a car and you are with your husband or you're with your wife or you're with your friend, whatever it may be, and you're looking at the road with them, you are going to say, hey, that's red light, maybe you should stop, or hey, the speed limit's 45 um, when you're actually going 40, so you want to speed up a little bit. You want to control that person driving, all right? And people usually go to, yeah, but the reason why I'm telling them this is because I'm a better driver. But here's the question that I ask them, yeah, but are you the one driving? Mm -hmm. And that's the same thing with God in the driver's seat and we're in the passenger seat mm-hmm. is it's like our job is to sit there look pretty and let him do all the controlling mm-hmm. all right and just listen to him mm-hmm. and eventually we will get to the destination that he wants us to be at mm-hmm. okay but if we sit there saying you're not doing this right you're not doing this right that turns into you thinking you know more than God mm-hmm. and last time I checked we're in time space and matter and he isn't so he, he knows all you don't. Yeah. I mean, we can go back to the story of Jonah. What happened with him when he tried to put everything in his own hands and control his own life? He messed it up. It was a disaster. Yeah. It, everything fell apart. <coughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So also I want to say, and honey, you can you can probably relate to this as well. Every time that I have tried to take control into my own hands... It has been the most embarrassing stories in my entire life. Yeah. Like ever. Yeah. Honey, I I remember when I started my last YouTube channel and I was starting to get into church um, and I was trying to take control of like my life, my YouTube channel and stuff like that. And I would go back and watch my videos and I would just like, I would like be embarrassed. I'm like, I can't believe that I thought this was actually like my calling. Like, it's just embarrassing. Yeah. And some of the most embarrassing stories that I can think of, it's because I try to take control and I didn't give him control. Mm-hmm. Okay. So three points I wanted to make. Okay. So now if y'all are still watching this video, now y'all are really not going to like me. That's okay. So three reasons why we crave control. One, we think we know better than God. Two, the selfish desire for things to go our way. And three, the fear of what might happen if things don't go our way. And number three is really the kicker there because just in my life, and also I always want to say something right now before we get into this. I'm a complete mess. I'm a complete screw up. Like there are things in my life where I'm like, I think I know better than God. I'll be honest. And it sucks because I'll try and do it my way. I'll completely mess up. And I'm like, yeah, I suck. I probably shouldn't have done it my way. I probably should have done it yours. And it happens to everyone. Um, and it's one of those things where you have to get better over time at. Um, so number three, the, the fear of what might happen if things don't go your way. And the reason why I bring this up is because, again, this goes back to us thinking we know more than God. And your way is very, like, situational. Like right now, Michelle and I situation, we're like, we need to pay for this wedding. It would be great if we just got all this money and we could pay for the wedding, right? However, that may not be God's way. God's way may be we may need to go a little broke 
so it can be a little bit of a heart transformation for us so we can steward something a lot more in the future and we may not ever know that but it's not up to us um, to know that like Mm -hmm. it's not our obligation to know that god doesn't promise us that we're supposed to know everything he does Mm -hmm. i don't know in the bible where it says that where he's like i promise you that i'm going to tell you everything that i did in your life right if god actually promised us that he's going to tell us everything we did in our life we would be so stressed yeah i would be so anxious and just worried like if if god told me four years ago yeah dude you know in 2024 um you know, you're going to be $30,000 in debt. You're going to be getting married um, and you're going to be getting a new house and you're going to be living with your partner. Like when I was 20 years old, I would be pretty stressed out. I'm like, yeah. dude, I'm only 20. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like I would be freaking out. a Well, little bit. and then you would, you would probably, if he did tell us, I feel like we would probably mess it up. Yeah. Because we would mess it up because we would try and prepare for it yeah. in a way in which he doesn't want it to. Yeah. And if we try to prepare for it our way instead of his way, then yeah, we probably aren't going to steward the thing Mm-mm. that we're supposed to steward. Because again, on the on the wife thing, if he would have told me that I was getting a wife in, in four years, I probably would have taken advice from everyone. And then yeah. that wouldn't have attracted you the right way. Yeah. You would have tried to prepare yourself for marriage before you even gave yourself to Jesus. Yeah. I would have tried to prepare myself for marriage before I was even in the right place to get married. Yeah. Yeah. And then again, it always just, it always comes down to um, it turning into an idolatry. And that's why God doesn't show us the blessing before obedience. Yeah. And uh, this was another thing that I like had a hard time with because I was always so hard on myself because I'm 26 and I always thought in my own control that I would be married at like 22 and I would already have like two kids Mm -hmm. and getting older like before you and I met I was Mm -hmm. like you know what I just got to a place where I was like I don't know why I'm trying to control my life so much to the point where I want to like choose when to get married and when to have kids Mm -hmm. and it's like you're going to stress yourself out doing that. And I did. Yeah, and you did. And I still kind of do. Yeah. Um, especially about kids because I I want you and I to be able to at least have four. Mm-hmm. And I'm not getting any younger. So a lot of times, like back in the day, you know, people were popping out kids at like 19. Mm-hmm. And I was nowhere. When I was 22 years old, I said I didn't want any kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so that. Like now I'm just like, oh, I wish I wish I would have felt differently because my life would look different right now. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, God literally wanted it this way. Mm-hmm. Like it's all happening the way that that he intended. And you put so much pressure on yourself mm-hmm. when you give yourself a timeline or when you give yourself a life plan. That's the biggest thing, honey, is the timeline thing. So that this is going to sound kind of weird, but I always said, or I always told myself, I'm like, I'm probably going to get married by 25. And funny enough, I am getting married before 25, but that's not really the point of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, so in college and stuff, like my goal in college was to basically not really care about school that much, just like pass by. But my main goal was to find a woman. Mm-hmm. and to marry her before 25. That was like my main goal going there. Like when I went to the University of Tennessee, I went there because I knew a lot of pretty girls were going there. Mm. And I'm just going to talk on majority of men here. That's why men go to college. Mm. They don't care about the studies. I'm just going to be honest. Well, they now, want a piece of paper to get a job. Yeah. Now, well, I don't even know if guys care about that. They They may sit back and say, Oh, I actually care about my education. Sure, bro. Fine. You're in a fraternity and you have like a 2.5 GPA, whatever. But that's besides the point. I went to college solely to try and find a girl. And it stressed me out, dude, because I would go on dates with these girls and then all of them would say no. (laughs) And I just got a constant rejection. And it would stress me out, dude. And then. And thank you to all of those girls. Oh, yeah. Shout out. 
I Shout just, out to I all want, the girls that I want to, me. I want to personally thank yeah. all of them Shout because out. you are the biggest blessing in my life. And I am so glad they all just left you alone. Cause Shout out all the Knoxville girls who dumped me. Thank you. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so yeah, when I moved to Houston, that was still my mission. Mm-hmm. I was like, Houston's a big city. I know there are a lot of girls there. Mm-hmm. And it was always like in the back of my head. It wasn't like a main mission. It was more of like a side quest. Like my main mission is to grow my business. However, to grow my business, that's what will attract the girl. Mm. Right? Mm. So it was like a main mission onto my side quest. Okay. Okay. So that, you know, obviously continually got dumped. Also, shout out Houston. Thank you for all the girls that dumped me. So still consistently getting dumped, stuff like that. Now I'm getting to the part of the story. So when I officially got saved, um, that was the first thing God took out of me. Like Mm. immediately he was like, you're trying to get married before you even know yourself. Wow. And how are you going to do that? That's really good. Because the thing is, if you don't know yourself, then you're not going to know your partner because your partner is a part of you. Yeah. She's your, she's your rib. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you're not, you're not, you can't know half of yourself. You have to know your full self. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that, when I was reading my grandfather's sermons, that's a big part of his like story he was like the only way to know god is to know yourself Mm -hmm. because he is going to be the one who unlocks who you really are right yeah and then you can't get if you get into a relationship like because you've said this and i agree with it um that we're both helping each other Mm -hmm. become who god wants us to be and how will we know the things that we need to work on unless we know ourselves and we know that that's an area that we're not strong in, mm-hmm. right? So like if I don't understand myself and like I don't know how to explain it in like terms that people understand, but like it's not like he does something and I'm like, oh, shoot, I got to change this about myself. It's like our personalities just like complement each other so well to like he'll do something and I'm like, oh, you know what? I need to be better in that area because yeah. he's really good at that. Yeah. Or, Does that or, make sense? Yeah. And and you'll do something and then I'll be like, dang, I kind of do that. I should probably work on that myself. I didn't really like that. Yeah. So she probably doesn't like that when I do it either. Yeah. Um, one, one thing, one thing is um, when Michelle and I get very passionate about something, we raise our voice. Yeah. And obviously she doesn't like it when I raise my voice. And I don't like it when she raises her voice. Yeah. And it's not like we're yelling at each other. No. At a, we've never yelled at each other. Never In fact, will. the passionate talk was about something else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that we were talking at each other about. Like it was just something <coughs> that. Yeah. It's, it's a subject. Let's say we're talking about photosynthesis. Really passionate about it. Okay. <laughs> we're not yelling at her or I'm not yelling at Michelle about photosynthesis I'm yelling about photosynthesis just in the same room as her and I'm talking to her yes but she doesn't like when I do that in the same way I don't like when Michelle yells passionately not yelling at me but I clam up she kind of clams up and we're like maybe we should tone it down a bit Mm -hmm. and so how will we know that that's something that we need to work on unless we know that we do it yeah right it's like looking in a mirror god literally puts a mirror in front of your face once you fully you're a fully devoted follower you accept jesus in your heart you get ready for a roller coaster Mm -hmm. because he is going to put up a mirror and he's going to show you all of the good parts about you and all of the things that he wants to change Mm -hmm. and it's you you just have to be humble and yeah. look in the mirror and say, you know what? I agree with you. Yeah. I agree that I need to change this thing. Yeah. And I agree that I'm really good in this thing. And I need to be not like boastful about it, but I need to be thankful mm-hmm. to God mm-hmm. for giving me that characteristic yeah. that he really enjoys. <laughs> yeah. Looking from like an outside perspective, you'll see these pastors have these churches and you'll see these worship bands, you know, a lot of people, you know, they're on stage, everyone's praising, stuff like that. But I want y'all to understand something. The more anointed you are in your life, the less control you're going to have. Yeah. Because the higher Jesus takes you, the more humble you have to be. Yeah. Because the second that you put yourself above God, the second he's going to take it away from you. I can guarantee you that much. Yeah. And you're going to receive blessings that you yourself would never be able to obtain. Yeah. So you have to humbly be like, this is like Asher and I have talked about this so many times. Our wedding is going to be about God. Yeah. We're getting married. Yes. Mm -hmm. However, 
we are not celebrating Asher and I independently controlling this relationship. And no, no, no. We we wouldn't even be together if it wasn't for him. Mm -hmm. He's getting all of the honor that day. Mm -hmm. And same thing. We met a couple the other night at my cousin-in-law's parents' house. And we were explaining our story to them. And they were like, what? That's crazy. Like that you guys met and like got married so fast and all of that. And our response was, yeah, God's really good. Yeah. Like we didn't do anything. Yeah. That's all we said. Yeah. We just said, yeah, I mean, that's, that, that's the working of God. In fact, my response, like if before Jesus, I would have been like, I know it's crazy. Like, I can't believe we did that. Like Asher and I don't bat an eye when people are like that's wild like because we get that every every single time we tell somebody our stories they're like what you yeah you know what's crazy is like we get the reaction whoa that's wild and my initial reaction is yeah god's crazy yeah (laughs) yeah yeah it's not like we're like it's not like oh yeah we plan for this it's like oh of course i mean we are literally serving the one who controls the world and you know what's crazy is i i don't want to say this because i don't want it to come off bad but I'm not at all embarrassed about how we met, but I don't like telling people that story because of their reaction. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's like, I love the way that we met and I love how God's hands are all over it. But people's initial response, if they're not followers of Jesus is, wow, that's crazy. How did, how did you guys do that? How did that happen? And Uh it's like, well, you don't know God. Mm -hmm. So you don't understand yeah. how this happened. And then you got to like, it's not like I'm embarrassed or like at all. Like mm-hmm. I am so happy to tell people that story. Mm-hmm. It's just, I, well, maybe that's the scene. God's God's always checking my heart when we tell people that story. And he's like calming me down to the point where I'm not like, yeah, I know this is crazy. Like, we got to have a TV show about it. Yeah, it's like, yeah, no, yeah, like, yeah. it's like, yeah, it's a big deal because you can literally see God's hands all over it. However, it's not something that is like worth worshiping. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes, yeah, that, that makes, that makes a lot of sense, honey. So what you're saying is, is God, cal- he does it for me too. He calms us when people come up to us and ask us, well, what's your story? That's crazy. He calms us because he doesn't want us to make the story an idol. Yes, exactly. Yep. And same thing like with just this podcast and like the love that we've gotten and like new subscribers Mm -hmm. and... Yo, our family's sick, dude. Yeah, like new viewers, like all of that. Or like the nice comments that people are leaving on TikTok. It's like every time I look at it, I'm like... God, you are so good. Yeah. It's never, wow, Asher and I are fantastic. This is so good. Like that thought doesn't even come into my head. Yeah. It doesn't come into my head either. It's always yeah. like, dang, God's really speaking through us. Yeah. And yeah, we get DMs, you know, saying this episode helped me this much. You know, this restored my relationship. I'm praying with my partner now. I love my partner more than ever. And it's like, dang, God really wanted us to do this. Yeah. I'm really glad we listened. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. He's so good. He's speaking through us. It's not us, but I forget how we got on the topic. I don't know. Yeah. We always go all over the place. Thank y'all for watching. (laughs) I mean, we're, we're a mess. Well, we were talking about control and talking about control. If you, if you control a situation, you're going to want credit for it. Yeah. Right. Bam. So if you don't control your life and you live by having faith in Jesus that he's going to do the things that he wants to do and that it's going to be in your best interest, even though it may not seem that way, like Mm -hmm. in the moment, that will just humble you in every situation that you go into, right? And you'll just be able to say like, all glory to God. Mm -hmm. Like my Instagram bio says all glory to God because Mm -hmm. I don't want anyone to think like that I'm trying to become something I'm not like I'm I'm doing this for the Lord yeah I am trying to serve the Lord the best I can and Asher and I saw a video the other day well you sent it to me about like the calling on your life and I always had like such a hard time with it because I'm like is this really what I'm supposed to be doing because this is like not me at all like I went to college I work a desk job nine to five and this is just not me Mm mm-hmm when you sent me that video, because it was basically about like, you'll know the calling on your life because you'll question why people aren't doing that thing. And Asher and I are always like, why aren't people like quitting their jobs and going out and like serving the Lord? Or like, why aren't they bringing God into their jobs? And Mm -hmm. 
making it something that they can serve him through. Yeah. And we're like, wait a second. Okay. When you sent me that video, I was like, yeah, we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. Cause yeah. that's something that we question all the time. Yeah. So I forgot. I don't know why I brought that up, but yeah, I, I forgot where in the new Testament it talks about, I forgot the parable, but essentially it's, you know, that you are walking in the correct assignment when you think that everyone around you should be doing the same thing as you. Mm-hmm. And I think this is, this is really good because if you think like that, then you're going to have more passion in the way in which you want to teach people on that specific assignment. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't be a good coach, like a fitness coach, a weight loss coach. If I wasn't like, why isn't everyone in shape? Like yeah. it's really important. If I was like, oh yeah, you can be fat. I don't care. I would be a terrible coach. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why a lot of coaches are terrible because they really don't care. Yeah. In the same way with our podcast, my YouTube channel, Michelle and I are like, why aren't more people spreading the gospel? Yeah. Why aren't more people fearing the Lord? Yeah. Why aren't more people talking about this? Yeah. Why isn't the church talking about this? Yeah. Right. So it's up to us to spread it because <laughs> mm-hmm. if we didn't, we wouldn't be talking about it so passionately. Mm-hmm. If we were like, we don't care that people don't fear the Lord. We don't care. People don't trust in God, you know, then we wouldn't talk about it as passionately as we do. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, yeah, I think that's another thing that it's a good point. Like it's not up to everybody, mm-hmm. right? Like you could follow the Lord and yeah, we're supposed to spread the gospel. Absolutely. So like stand firm on his word. And when people ask you about him, like, answer their questions and tell them that that's why your life is the way that it is. Uh, But you can go about your normal job, Mm -hmm. right? You don't need to make it like your life long goal. But that's something that I struggled with for a while because I'm like, I want to serve the Lord. Mm -hmm. I totally forget how I got on that topic. But anyways, the, the last thing I wanted to say of like the fear of it not going the way you want it to, Like it just comes down to a control issue. Okay. So us craving control, um, we'll try to do things that we think are in our best interest and it could totally not be right. So let's read Proverbs three, five through six. Mm -hmm. So it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Mm -hmm. So he is going to guide you. You don't need to guide yourself. And that should honestly be something that you hear and you're like, thank God. Yeah. And it could, it could take you a while to get to that point because I, in my early on in my walk, I still wanted to control everything mm-hmm. and I'm still learning. Like we're, we're all still growing in our relationship. There's times where I'm like, I wish I could control this. Yeah. Like, especially the season that we're in right now, there's just like a lot going on around us, a lot of noise. And I wish I could take it all into my control yeah. and change it, but I can't. And that's not my job. And thank God it's not. And that that's why I used to struggle with anxiety and depression. I was on medicine. And part of my testimony, like I literally put myself in the hospital having a panic attack. Mm-hmm. They did a scan on my heart. I literally thought I was having a heart attack. Yeah. And the nurse was like, you're just having a panic attack, honey. Like you're okay. Mm-hmm. And it was because in that season I was in, There was so much going on in my family that I wanted to be able to control and I couldn't. Mm -hmm. And it was completely out of my control. Mm -hmm. I literally put myself in the hospital thinking that I could fix something that I couldn't. Mm -hmm. I wish I had the Lord in that season because it would have been totally different. But I thank God for Mm -hmm. that season Mm -hmm. because I can look back and say, you know what, Michelle, you're in this season right now that you want to control. But remember what happened when you tried to control it? Yeah. You put yourself in the hospital and it was probably pretty embarrassing. It was, oh my gosh, <laughs> when the nurse came in, cause they, I kid you not, they put me under a scan. Yeah. Like they scanned my chest Yeah, and they came in and they were like, yeah, there's nothing on there. You're just having a panic attack. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, something's wrong. Like it feels like someone's sitting on my chest. Yeah. And they were like, no, you're, you're just having a panic attack. And then I got on medicine and that made it worse. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, medicines. Yeah. that's not going to cure that. I just want to say, honey, there's two ways you can go about it. One, do you believe in God? Yes or no. If you don't believe in God, cool. We're not talking to you. Mm-hmm. If you believe in God. Okay. Do you believe that he is almighty and all knowing? Yes mm-hmm. or no. Yes. Cool. No, you need to do some research. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you keep on going. Three, do you believe um, that Jesus walked the earth? Mm -hmm. Yes or no? No, do some research. Yes, okay, we keep going. 
Okay, when Jesus was on this earth, did he make any mistakes? Was he perfect? Yes or no? Yes? Cool. No? Do some research. Make your own whatever. Okay? <laughs> so if you said yes to all those four questions, why would you not put your trust in the one perfect person to ever walk the earth ever? Mm -hmm. Because here's the alternative. The alternative is to put your trust in people who don't know it all, who walk in sin, who base their decisions based off of emotions. God doesn't have emotions. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I've all, made a lot of bad decisions on emotions. I yeah. would say that. And also you're trusting in people's selfish ambitions. Yeah. So that's, that's the alternative. So I said, should we trust in ourselves or in others who are sinful, unpredictable, unreliable, have limited wisdom, and who frequently make bad choices and decisions swayed by emotions? Or do we trust in the all-wise, all-knowing, all-powerful, gracious, merciful, loving God who has good intentions for us? The choice is very obvious. Yeah. However, we fail to do it every day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's great to remind ourselves, okay, who is God? Mm -hmm. what did he do mm -hmm. when did he walk on the earth mm -hmm. how long did he do it for mm -hmm. was he perfect mm -hmm. what did he do yeah. while he was on this earth yeah you know um looking at his track record mm -hmm. yeah and did he make a mistake yes or no i don't see he's ever made mistakes now no. people people will try and argue oh the flood was a mistake oh because he put the serpent in the garden it was a mistake oh jesus should have done this and or this. It's or like, they think that he made a mistake in their own life yeah Mm -hmm. yeah like this was a mistake like why is my life this way yeah. if like something's wrong with them they're mm -hmm. like why this is a huge mistake why did this happen but it's like yeah and you know when people say that i think he should have done it this way this and this and this i say okay go read the book of job then come back because i mean we said in our last episode or maybe it was two episodes ago um you see the lord's power when he talks to job at the end of mm -hmm. job yeah. And let's say someone who is like, God should have done it this way, this way, this way. Mm -hmm. Then you can ask him the same questions. The Lord asked Job, where were you when the earth was created mm -hmm. then? Since you know so much about the earth. Yeah. You know, um, how did you create the stars mm -hmm. since you know so much? Yeah. Right. How was water not falling off the face of the planet? Yeah. You know, like that's a, <laughs> we'll talk about that some other time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Yeah. And if you are struggling with giving up control or thinking that you want to be in control, it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. You're not alone yeah. at all. Yeah. There's so many people that struggle with that. The only reason we wanted to talk about this today is because it's something that both of us have struggled with. Yeah. And we want to just encourage you mm -hmm. and spend time with him and his word. <laughs> it's all in there. His yeah. character is proven in that Bible yeah. and it is so powerful and He's got you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like two things to be true. It's okay that you're struggling to give up control because everyone struggles with that. God knew you were going to struggle with that. Yeah. That's why it's repeated so many times yeah. in the Bible. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> and because honestly, he knows how much you're going to struggle with it. Yeah. And it's okay to ask him questions. I told you the other day I sat in prayer and I asked him a question why this was happening and why I was having such a hard time. And he revealed the answer to me. Ask him questions, right? Like, Let's go back to the New Testament. Jesus came back and who was his disciple that didn't believe him? Started with a T. Peter. He was like, I don't, I'm not going to believe it's Jesus until I can put my finger in his hand. Thomas. Thomas. Yes. Let's go back to the story of Thomas. Yes. He had such a hard time believing that Jesus came back from the dead. Yeah. And he was like, yes. I'm not going to believe that he died mm -hmm. and came back until I can literally put my finger in the holes in his hand. Mm -hmm. And Jesus was like, here you go. Yep. He didn't say, you're horrible. I can't believe you don't believe me. He was like, all right, here you go. Mm -hmm. Like, put your finger in my hand. Mm -hmm. And it took him that to believe. Mm -hmm. So if you're struggling with control and you're like, God, wh like, why am I struggling? And you just sit in prayer and ask him. He'll probably reveal things to you. Yeah. Or, or the same thing um, if we go all the way back to Exodus mm -hmm. with Moses. Mm -hmm. He was like, I can't talk. Mm -hmm. Like, send me someone who can speak because mm -hmm. I'm just going to mess up mm -hmm. the whole time. And although the Lord was frustrated with Moses, mm -hmm. the Lord pulled through and sent Aaron. Mm -hmm. And he was like, Aaron's a good speaker. He yeah. is going to speak for you. Yeah. Now obey me. Yeah. And Moses like, I'm all in. Now I'm yeah. good. Yeah. Right? It's okay to struggle. He doesn't expect you to be perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, but we just want to encourage you to fully give him trust and, or fully give him control and 
fully trust in him that he's always going to have your best interest. And even if the mountain's in your way right now, like you just wait it out, it's, it's going to get moved or he's going to give you a way to either go over it or around it. Yeah. Like as long as you fully give him trust and follow his will for your life. Now, if you try to get out of it yourself, you might end up in a worse situation. Yeah. Yes. That's been me before. Yeah. It's it's better to not view your Christian story from blessing to blessing. It's better to view it from yes. storm to storm. Yes. Or battle to battle. Yes. It is so important to... Because if you view it from blessing to blessing, then you're going to start worshiping the blessing and not God. Yes. If you start viewing your Christian story from battle to battle, then yeah. you're still going to worship God yeah. even in the battle and even yeah. in the storm. Yeah. And then when you get that blessing, you're like, oh... Why was I even worrying in the first place? Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. I mean, I found myself, I told you about this, but I find myself like not feeling his presence as often. And the other day I wasn't, I I told you like, it's been a little while since I've like fully felt him. And I sat down because this is my prayer chair and I sat down and started praying. And in the middle of my prayer, I was like, Lord, please, like, I just want to feel your presence right now, please. And then he literally put in my head, but even if you can't feel me, are you still going to love me? Mm-hmm. And are yeah. you still going to believe that I'm there? And I was yeah. like, I literally stopped my prayer where I was at. And I said, and even if yeah. I can't feel you in my prayer right now, mm-hmm. I'm still going to pray to you and still spend time with you because I know you're there. Yeah. Even though I can't feel you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's okay to struggle, but give up control, fully trust in the Lord and your walk will improve and yes. a lot of weight will be lifted off of your shoulders. Yep. We love you guys so much. We hope y'all had a very Merry Christmas as well. Yes. Um, and a Happy New Year. Yes. We're in 2024 now when this uh, episode comes out. Oh, yeah. Dang. We didn't even say Happy New Year at the start. Happy New Year. If you wow. made it to the end, we love you so much. Yeah. <laughs> and we hope you have a Happy yeah. New Year because we did say it at the beginning. Yeah. Um. Yeah. See y'all next weekend. All right. Next week. Yeah, next week on the tripod. (laughs) Bye, guys. We love you. Bye.